There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, what's up, all you wicked people? I'm Ben. And I'm Nicole, and you're listening to Wicked and Grim. A true crime podcast. Warning. The following podcast contains graphic content and material intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Should I open this? No. Oh. Every episode, you want to just crack open a bear? Well, yeah. It's. It's delicious, and it's entertaining, and it sounds great on the microphone. Okay, do it up. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to Wicked and Grim, everybody. I feel like we're almost going to have to do that every single episode. Not everyone, but okay. majority. Majority. Okay, people will wonder if we don't. <laughs> okay, um, we got a lot to talk about today, but first off, we are currently rocking our old mics, but as we mentioned before, we did get an upgrade. So what we're going to do right now, so you can hear the difference, this is the old microphones. Hello. And we're going to rock into the new ones. Nicole, you want to give us a countdown? Three, two, one. And here we are with the new mics. Boom. How do we sound? Does that sound better to you? Is it delicious? Is it beautiful? beautiful? It's like the sound of birds singing. Three little birds out my doorstep. Oh, is that like Singing the song that, that I, yeah. Melody's pure and true. It's gonna be okay. All right. Every oh, little thing's gonna all be all right. right. Same thing. It's Bob Marley. Yeah, but then you were listening I was to listening a cover. to a remake. Yeah, a remake yeah it cover. was freaking awesome. I was obsessed, actually. I freaking had it on a replay. The original's better. Anyways. Anyway. We got a lot to talk about today, guys. So hopefully we're going to keep this short. We, short we try to keep it under like five minutes usually. We do try. We'll see if we can keep that today. But um, we announced on Instagram and Facebook, uh, oh we reached 50,000 downloads officially Wild. yesterday. Like, blows my mind. It's insane. I never would have imagined this. So you guys are absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for all your incredible support. It means literally the world, the world to us. Yeah. So thank you so much. And we look forward to the next 50 However long that takes, who knows? But we look forward to the future of Wicked and Grim with all of you. So thank you very much. Oh, it's just so exciting. And we're pumped. So pumped. Yes. From our post that we put out, we got so much love on it. We did on Instagram. Yeah. You got the Instagram in your hand. Um, so so I'm just going to like read two of them because it's just like so exciting. Uh, so the first one came from Danny DLT. And um, she said, you two deserve all the success. You're amazing at storytelling and entertaining while giving all the facts and being genuine. Danny, Thank you. We genuinely appreciate that. We comment. really do. Thank we you. actually think you're awesome. Yeah. So awesome. And this next one is from Zoe. I don't know if I should try to pronounce your last name, but you know, we're terrible pronouncing. We're horrible Zoe with name pronunciation. McGonnell? Is it? McGonnell? I hope I'm saying that right, Zoe. <laughs> she goes, Y'all totally earned it. Y'all. Us in Texas love your podcast. Well, up here in Canada, we love y'all in Texas. We love you. Love y'all. We love ya, y'all you, y'all Texas y'all. listeners. Y'all. Thank you for tuning in. We love y'all, eh? How's that? <laughs> oh my god! <gosh. laughs> Mixing it up. <laughs> That's like, yeah, joining both. That's, yeah. Love it. Both, best of both worlds. I love it. So thank you. Honestly, okay. We try to like reply to all the comments or at least like them. I think we reply, reply to most of them, but it honestly like makes our day. It yes. makes our day when people are like commenting on our posts. So and we, thank we get you. Um, messages, DMs on Instagram, Facebook, comments. Uh, we have emails coming in and on our website, we have messages coming in that we don't check some of those nearly as often, but we do check them and we will get to all of them at least eventually. Mm-hmm. So, and 
yeah, thank you guys. We'll reply to you if we haven't replied yet. We will eventually. I actually love replying. It's fun. It is. <laughs> uh, we got something else coming down the pipe, which is really cool to announce. What's that, Ben? Um, we actually had someone specifically request this, actually, as an episode. The one enough. we're doing today? No, not the one we're doing today. Oh, sorry, the announcement. Sorry. Yes. I get it. <laughs> so we had someone, I think it was two days ago or yesterday, request that we do the right. Highway of Tears as an episode. Yes, okay, I saw that. Yep. What's really cool is we live, well, it's not really cool, but it's, you, you'll see where I'm going you know with what, this. You know what you mean. <laughs> the Highway of Tears isn't cool, but we live right at the beginning of the Highway of Tears, yeah. which heads over to the west coast of Canada from our city, Prince George. So right. Prince George to Prince Rupert, uh, and that's a stretch of highway. We are going to do an episode. We are already planning that. However... It's a little different of an episode. It's a way different of an episode. Way different. We are doing a full-length, one-hour documentary. We got funding to produce a Wicked and Grim documentary, and we are focusing on The Highway of Tears. Woot, woot. So you are definitely going to get your episode for Highway of Tears. It might take a while, but it's going to be, it's going to be a video. It's going to be a movie. Yeah, which so is so cool. We are stoked. Yeah, starring us. Starring us. <laughs> um, I'm I'm dreading diving into that one a little bit because it's dark. Yeah, honestly, but I'm kind of excited because I I it it is so close to us and I honestly don't know enough about it, so I and am wanting to learn more. It is one of those ones that's kind of swept under the rug a lot too, mm -hmm. which is kind of sad. So yeah. Um, originally we were actually going to do uh a different documentary on another missing persons case, but the family got in contact with us and we're like, you know, we're not too sure if we want this um, documentary to go focus on it. So we're like, okay, we're going to do the highway of tears. Cause before it was this missing person with the highway of tears undertone. Now we're going to do the highway of tears. Um, and we are going to involve that missing person a little bit yeah. as well. So we are involving everyone, but the nice thing is now we are highlighting the highway of tears in the documentary. Which I think is a really good thing to I probably talk about and highlight. Definitely. Yeah. hundred percent. Like it needs to get out there more. Yeah. So. How exciting. So, yeah. Do we have any other announcements? Is there anything else? I don't know. Yeah, like so much is happening all the time. I'm just excited. I feel like pumped sitting here. I'm like, I was like so tired before we started <laughs> this and now I'm just like, let's do it. Okay. Every time we turn on the mics, suddenly like, <laughs> it's almost like the weird flip switches. Because like I'm sitting here, I was just painting downstairs and you were sending an email and we're like, oh, work sucks. We got to do the podcast tonight. That's going to be fun, blah, blah. And then the moment we sat down and the mics turned on and we're just like testing our audio levels, like behind the scenes, you, don't, you guys don't hear that part. You should hear that part though. It's freaking hilarious. Maybe, half for, the time. maybe for patrons one day. But yeah. anyways, <laughs> as soon as those mics go hot, it's, it's like the shit show just starts right up. Jokes. And energy levels just yeah. jump. Yeah. So we are definitely happy to be away from painting and emails. Yeah. So clearly talking. we enjoy this. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't know. Okay, you talk a little bit. I've been talking a lot. You, you I have any been news? talking. Any news? How I don't can think I dive I have into the any case? news. I just want to listen to this case. Okay. Really quickly before we do go to the case, I did want to touch one more thing. You're like chatty Kathy tonight. Well, I... Sorry. Let's go. What is it? Okay. Everyone always guesses our hints on oh, Instagram. Oh, yeah. People are so good. Like, you guys are insanely good like, at this. Like, so good. I tried to make it a little bit more difficult uh, on the last post for this this case. Yeah, and it didn't work. No, instantly people knew what it was. Um, so, Nicole is doing next episode, and I think we should see if we can really test people. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I could put something up tonight because I don't even know what the episode is on, and then they can guess. Because no, no one will get it right then because I don't even know what the heck I'm doing next week. <laughs> so you're just going to post something <laughs> random that doesn't even make sense and then I'm choose something kidding. way off? It's a joke. You're just going to post an image of a car. No one will get it right. It's because it's probably just our car sitting in the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's like, don't, let's not do that. That's like a bad. Bad omen. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to figure out what I'm going to dive into and then. Yeah, maybe I'll do I'll do something. We should like do. I know for my next case, I'm doing something seriously obscure. So that's what we're the game we're gonna start playing. Well, not see all the time. <laughs> a little bit. I want to test people. I want to see if I can push their limits. Like this case, I thought I picked uh, an obscure case. Yeah, but I don't even know much about this case, and 
and you are like I I don't think that was very hard, Ben. Well, no, it it wasn't, but still, I thought it was an obscure case when I first picked it. Yeah. And then once I started researching, I'm like, there are so many articles, there are so many documentaries. This is not an obscure case. Mm. So I thought putting the boat with the back of it, just the name showing, yeah, was enough. But the back door was open, so the name was kind of cut off. So like maybe people won't really see the name, and they'll have to look at the smaller boat to really see the name. It might might have been harder, but clearly not. So yeah, this is a higher profile case, and people got it really easy. Okay, well. I'm gonna. We'll try next week again. We'll just keep trying until until no one can get it. Okay, deal. <laughs> okay, let's go. Okay, so this is the case of Thomas and Jackie Hawks. Okay, Thomas now, and Jackie. Now they were a couple from Prescott, Arizona, in the United States, which is a city of like forty-two thousand people. It's just north of like. Uh, um, didn't write down the city name i wrote down arizona it's just north of arizona apparently no it's in arizona anyways it's in arizona okay I've, i didn't write down the city hey, that works okay anyways it's a city in the states Forty-two thousand people population okay uh thomas was a 57 year old bodybuilder and former probation officer with two sons from a previous marriage okay and his wife jackie was 47 who was also retired and she spent her recent years taking care of the family with Thomas's adolescent sons. Oh, so she took care of his sons? Yep. Okay. So it, she wasn't like their biological mother, yeah. but they were living with him and she was just like, okay. she was the good stepmom sort of yeah. thing. 47 to be retired. That's awesome. Yeah. They were like a seriously hardworking couple. Okay. They they made sure they, they worked hard for their re- retirement and they earned it sort of That's thing. That's awesome. Uh, they were also like extremely dedicated to one another. Uh, like I said, they earned their retirement. And when the day finally came, uh, when Thomas's kids were actually out of the house and on their own, because they, they weren't too young, right? Like they were still living at home. It's not she was taking care of them, but she was taking care of the house sort of thing. Right. right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So once they were out of the house and on their own, uh, they decided they wanted an adventure. Okay. Something that. that many people want, but only very few people ever actually do. They went out and they purchased themselves a 55-foot yacht mm. and christened it the well-deserved. That's actually not on my list, but It is for, for a lot of people. It, yeah, I can imagine, but I'm just like terrified of the ocean. <laughs> There's some scary shit down there. Like, and a lot of things that I don't even think we know that are down there. Oh, definitely. So, well, I, no thanks. What's the percentage? There's there's a very high percentage. It's like 95% of the world's ocean is unexplored or something like that. Oh, boy. Yeah, no. I don't know if it's actually 90%. I'm pretty sure it's above 80. But yeah, it's some that's too much. crazy percentage. That's too high. <laughs> Who, like there literally could be a Kraken out in the ocean. A giant squid that just like takes shit. Honestly, down. there probably is. It, like, wouldn't, it wouldn't even surprise me. There's probably also like a disco fish that just like lights shine in different directions for just like a party. <laughs> oh boy, there's just probably, I bet you could just everything under there. Under the sea. <laughs> under the sea. We got to watch The Little Mermaid. It's been a while. It's a good show. It is a good show. It's an amazing show. Anyways. So was I supposed to, Why were you staring at me like that? Was why I supposed were, to say something? You were staring at me though too. I looked at I you and like, you looked at me and it was just you silence. You looked at me funny and I was like, should I That's just how I look. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, holy, keep going here. Regardless of my looks, they went out and they purchased their 55-foot yacht and christened it the well-deserved. Um, they treated this as their permanent home and residence. Oh, okay. So they actually lived on the water. Oh, that, see, that's cool. I could live on the water, which is... <laughs> that's fucked up. That's, that's weird. That's really that, weird. <laughs> that's ass backwards, but whatever. No, but just like on a houseboat or something that's docked. But Okay, carry on, sorry. Okay, well... They upgraded the boat, they installed everything they would ever need, and they kept it maintained meticulously. It was a perfect boat for their perfect life. They sailed for two years around the Pacific Ocean in the Gulf of California. Like, they didn't just park it. They sailed. They really used it. They lived the life on the sea. Uh, There's home videos they did lots. It took lots of pictures. And you can actually find uh, footage of, like, dolphins swimming alongside their boat orcas going along and there's even one shot that i saw um in a documentary of thomas swimming out in the water with dolphins wild dolphins really yes ballsy dude 
Okay, yeah. I, I, would that, not I do think that. that would just make me want to pee my pants. Yeah. <laughs> so if you ever want to go swimming with dolphins, I mean, maybe go for it, but I don't recommend it. We won't ever do it. Probably not. I don't yeah. think that's something I'd ever do. Well, clearly they did. But that's living on the wild side. I do like it. Is. It is. They I lived like on the it. wild side. They literally fully embraced the whole like ocean life, mm-hmm. the sailor life. Um, they moved from port to port, making the best of like each stay. Um, and they enjoyed literally every minute. Uh, they did moor their boat uh, at its regular home in an upscale neighborhood in a ritzy Newport Beach in California uh, when they weren't out sailing the ocean. So mooring it is literally parking it, you know, dropping an anchor okay. in the bay sort of thing. They're like quite well off, obviously, eh? Uh, not necessarily. They put oh, okay. all their money into the boat. Oh, okay. Just so kind of sounds like they are. They 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 saved and they earned it, but they, they weren't like super rich or anything. Oh, okay. Um, but eventually, after two years, they decided it was time to say farewell to their sea life and set down roots once again. Oh, that's um, sad. Well, the decision didn't didn't come because they were like growing tired of life in the water or sailing or anything. It came because one of Thomas's sons had just become a dad, and Thomas and Jackie were now grandparents. So they wanted to oh, sell the beloved, okay. well deserved, to move back to Arizona and be closer to family. That makes sense. Yeah, totally. So, in 2004, they decided to sell the boat. Just like a house, though, with realtors and stuff. There's, like, brokers and fees to pay. Oh, really? They weren't the most well-off. All their money was in the boat. So, to avoid that, they decided to go private sales. So, they avoided that, like, commission cost sort of thing, you know? Mm, Okay. Which I feel like a lot of people think about doing. Oh, definitely. We thought about doing it with our house. We did think about doing it with the house, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they didn't go through a, a boat broker. They did it through private sale, um, which a lot of retired people well, do. You're and, pinching the pennies, right? Retired, you don't have that income. Well, also like you may have more time too if you're retired, right? To yeah, to, to sell it to do that, yeah. So they put out ads and papers, and even actually in boating magazines such as Yachting World magazine. Okay. And the ad read, "1980 Lean HWA Trawler, 55 foot." by 15 feet and 8 inches, 1,350 fuel, outstanding condition, cruise ready, everything imaginable, $435,000 moored in Newport Beach by owner. Hmm. So that was the ad. Is that a lot? I have no idea what boats go for. Half a million dollars in 2004 for a yacht. But yeah, and it's 1980. Yeah, so... I'm not too sure if that's a lot for the boat specifically, but I mean, that is a good chunk of change regardless. It is a lot of money, yeah. So, but that is literally, that's their equity right there, right? Totally. Yeah, they need that. Yep. So it didn't take long before the boat had a potential buyer. Um, Skylar DeLeon was a 25-year-old and was interested in the well-deserved. Skylar said that they had cash and lots of it and claimed the money came from being a child actor in real estate investments. Did they Google that shit? What do you mean Google that shit? Google what shit? A child has he actually if he's was a child actor, you could Google that. Um he was actually a child actor. Oh, he actually was? He okay. was. Um, I'm already thinking of this dude's sketch, but maybe he's not even a sketch person. <laughs> he he boasted a lot about being on the Power Rangers when he was younger. Okay. About being a child star in Power Rangers. However, his role on Power Rangers was extremely minimal. Like he was just a bit part for like an episode oh but he was on the power range yes He's exactly a big deal exactly that's exactly how he played it up <laughs> we, i get into that a little bit more later on though. okay um so immediately thomas though was suspicious as a former probation officer something wasn't right about this and oh, the cash okay. in hand was a red flag yeah well especially at that age yeah and for half a million dollars cash yeah who just has that just sitting there i wish we did uh, yeah, actually, I'd, get, I'd jump on that bandwagon. <laughs> Please give me half a million dollars. <laughs> but I'd put it in the bank. <laughs> yeah. Uh, regardless of being suspicious, though, they did decide to meet in person. Oh, I clicked something here. Where okay. am I? Oh, no. Uh-oh. Okay, I think I'm good. You good? I think so. Where am I, though? Does everything you own have stickers all over it? Yes. Okay, because we're just looking at your tablet and the stickers. Stickers. I love stickers. <laughs> you do love stickers. They're fun, okay? Did you love stickers as a child? Because yes. I did. Yes. Okay, okay. I like to draw and put stickers and things on things and stuff and things. <laughs> okay. Regardless of the stickers, 
They decided to meet in person. Um, and when they did, Skylar showed up to the meeting with a pregnant wife named Jennifer DeLeon, who was 23, and she had their daughter in a stroller with them. Okay, so they had a little kid and she was pregnant. Yep. So it was a nice little family. Okay, so yeah, then your your spidey sense would go down. Yes, most certainly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the family painted like happy, trustworthy picture and you know jackie and thomas is just like you said your spidey senses go down totally reservations were at ease okay so the offer was cash in hand and the asking price was four thousand or sorry four fuck up yeah you keep saying four thousand i'm like good deal yeah four (laughs) hundred and thirty five thousand plus an additional fifteen thousand for some other onboard boat items Okay. for a total of four hundred and fifty thousand i almost said four thousand again that's a lot of money it's a lot of dough yeah it's I, I wouldn't mind a chunk of change. Especially like that. yeah, in two thousand and four or whatever. Yeah, two thousand four. Yeah. So only one more thing had to be done though before the deal was official. Okay. Um, a sea trial. Skylar wanted the Hawks to take them out on the boat, um, so it could be inspected. Things like the hull and the motors to ensure you know everything's like in working order and it's up to par like they say it is. Right. So they decided to schedule a day to take the boat out, and then when the day arrives. Things were a little bit different. Okay, I'm very intrigued. So Thomas and Jackie were expecting Skylar and Jennifer to show. Yeah. But instead, it was Skylar with two men, one of which claimed to be Skylar's accountant. <laughs> it was odd. Okay, because they would not need to ride the boat, test drive the boat, an accountant, your accountant? Right. No. Yeah, no. Well... Yeah, it was. I mean, I guess I don't. I just don't think so. But okay, it's odd. Who and they, else? They found it odd. So Skyler and two two men. Okay, the other dude is nothing. Just a du- another dude. One's an accountant. One's Skyler. Who's just, the third? Just a friend or a something. A friend or I something. Know. I never really found anything of them claiming the second dude was anything or saying who he was or nothing. It was just Skyler and two dudes. Okay, but would you be alarmed? Because like I don't know if you were if we were buying a boat. Like, you, you would probably want to more so bring, like, your dad to check it out than me. So is that really, like, alarming? Would you be alarmed? I mean, maybe. Because I probably would tell the guy, like, hey, I'm bringing my dad with me. And I'm pretty sure you would come, too. Yeah. So I it, would come, too. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, they – it was odd, but not, like, crazy weird or anything. So it was just odd. It's not what they expected. And, yeah. You know, okay, well, let's – Probably head out in the water. Something that you would like warn someone about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Probably. Okay. Let's uh, let's do it. So they went out in the water. Did exactly that. They went out for the sea trial. Okay. Uh, now a friend of the Hawks, Carter Ford, had evening plans to meet up with them once they returned from the sea trial. Um, and as it grew closer to the meeting time, he received a phone call from Jackie. She said they weren't sure why they weren't back in the harbor yet, but that they were still in open water. Skylar and the men. Um, he brought along with them, they were still trialing the boat and they would, and once they were done, they called Carter and just be like, okay, we're back and boats moored. Basically like they were taking their sweet ass time out there. Okay. But she was on the boat too. She was on the boat. So Jackie and Thomas are both on the boat and okay. she's like, I don't know why I'm not back yet. They're still doing their thing. They're taking a sweet ass time. We'll call you when we get back. Interesting. Okay. So, so the sunset darkness grew and it got later and later and later into the night. Carter never received that phone call. Shit. Okay. So the morning came, and there in the harbor, moored in its spot, was the (laughs) well-deserved. Oh, okay. That's good. You would be like, oh, thank goodness. But Thomas and Jackie were nowhere to be found. Well, maybe they went out for breakfast. (laughs) Some mimosas, some eggs, Benny, you know. Well, maybe the they just sold, the their, sold their boat and they're celebrating. Oh, yeah. You know, living it up. And that's one of the first impressions that a lot of people had because their SUV was also missing. So friends thought that maybe they must have like left for a spontaneous road trip to celebrate the sale of their boat. Um, or maybe they quickly headed back to Arizona or something for quick, you know, hurrah trip. Or who knows what? Yeah. But they figured, okay, well, they probably just spontaneously took off but they definitely should have like called carter yeah which was which was weird that they didn't yeah so the days began to roll by and still no sign of thomas and jackie 
on top of that, friends notice a couple odd things going on here. Okay, I'm intrigued. First off, there is a dinghy that goes along with the well-deserved. So when the boat is moored out in the harbor, it's staying on the water, it's anchored. And then to get to shore, they use the dinghy to basically taxi back and forth. Okay. And then tie the dinghy up at the dock. Okay, yeah, makes okay. sense. Yeah. Um, the dinghy wasn't tied to the, the dock correctly. The was... Oh, not... Okay, I was like, the dinghy was gone. The dinghy no. was there. It was at the dock. But not tied. It wasn't tied correctly. Not like what some a boater with experience would tie a dinghy? Not like a meticulous Thomas would do. He kept very good care of his ship. Everything was in order. Every knot was perfect. This knot was far from perfect. Oh, a completely okay. incorrect knot at that. Oh, it was not okay. the right knot. Okay, yeah, that, would, right that would be one thing. <laughs> um, a closer look actually at the boat, because friends, you know, thought this is weird. Well, did they go out into the big boat? Well, they didn't go into it, but they were like, they boated around and close to it and looking at it. Oh, they should have gone right in. I would have. Well, it's not their property. Yeah, but still so they're looking for that's their That's breaking friend. and entering into a house is what that's doing. Yeah, but if it's your friend and you're like checking on them. That's still breaking. What if it's a crime scene? You're breaking and entering into a crime scene. I would have gone on the boat. You're going to smash into a friend's door and go looking for them before calling the cops? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think so. I don't know. Well, no, I think that's the safest answer. I'm just going to, I don't know. Um, so a closer look at the boat because they were they're peeking in like seeing just like seeing if anyone's parked in the driveway or whatever. You know, okay. Drive bys, okay. right? Okay, that's fair. Same sort of thing. Drive bys, but with a boat. Okay. Um, showed tarps not covering equipment properly, a motor not put in the correct position, and a towel hanging out of an open porthole window. Oh. Something wasn't right. Yeah, there's a lot of things going on there that is not right. They made sure everything was in its place and everything was not in its place. Oh, no. So, of course, police were called and investigators began looking into the case. And the first place they did start was on board the well-deserved. Okay. Now, they had no means of entry, so they did have to break in, but it was investigators. It's for someone's well-being, right? Yeah. So they had every... So that's okay, apparently. It's law officials. I'm just kidding. It's not just some blonde with a glass of wine. Where the fuck are you? Bud, I'm coming in the door, eh? Some blonde with a glass of wine, a.k.a. me? Yeah. Hey, I'm drinking water. You're the one with always drinking. I like alcohol. So do you. I do. I already had a glass of wine tonight, so I decided not to have another. Okay, I took a sip of beer, so I had like, got to put it down. Okay, so they began looking on board the well-deserved, and they had no means of entry, so they broke the lock, blah, 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 where am I here? Okay, so after entering, they almost immediately see, you know, of course, things are scattered around, things aren't, it's not a disaster, no struggle, it's just not well-kept and maintained like it should be. Okay, like they would have had it. Yes. Yeah. And they also found a receipt laying on the open floor. Okay. And the receipt was for a few things, but among those things was bleach cleaning supplies, trash bags. Oh, shit. And Tums. A suspicious shopping lift. What the list. fuck's the Tums for? Is it of a tummy ache? Hold on, hold on. So it was a suspicious list that was also dated two days after they went missing. I think that was just in our headphones. Did you guys hear a buzz? We just had feedback. I think it was just our headphones. I think it's the red lady. She followed us. Oh, shit. Shit, we gotta go. (laughs) Okay, I'm I'm so intrigued to know what the fuck the Tums is for. So let's go. Okay. Let's keep going. (laughs) So one of the investigators said this, and I quote, If I was going to kill somebody, I'd have my clean kit. And it would be bags to get rid of evidence. Dexter style, yeah. to wipe down, wipe down the scene. And maybe, if I had a conscience, some Tums to settle my stomach after killing some poor people. Oh. So that could be what the Tums are for. That's interesting. Okay. That's like just something that you... Well, okay. So like they were anxious. They might have had like the shits. Because they were like nervous about what they're doing. So they're buying this stuff and then they got buy Tums too. Yeah, maybe. I, if you're nervous, I'm just, I don't know. I think nervous people get the shits. Well, I think like when I was younger, the first time I bought condoms, I bought like 12 other things with it because I was nervous <laughs> to buy condoms. 
you know, act casual, right? Get some chips with it or maybe a loaf of bread, you know? I still feel like I'm like that with tampons, which is so <laughs> awkward. Because lots of times when I'm buying tampons, I'm also buying like chocolate. I was or just chips about to say you buy something. chocolate and chips. I and they're just like, geez, who is this chip? I don't think that's an awkward thing. I think that's just a hormonal thing. You're craving some chocolate <laughs> and some snacky chips, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm I've never experienced a period, so I can't mm -hmm. say for sure, but that's yeah. gonna be my guess. It's not the best, that's for sure. Thank God I'm a dude. I can pee standing up and I don't get cramps and bleed. Yeah. Yeah. You're lucky. I am. I'm lucky I have you. You are. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Anyways, that aside. Holy, let's keep going here. So friends and family all knew that Thomas and Jackie were selling the boat. The next step for investigators was to get a hold of the people who were interested in making the purchase. Mm -hmm. Skylar and Jennifer said that they had purchased the boat from the owners with cash in full. And they hadn't seen them since the transaction. Oh, okay. So they're saying that they, at this point, they owned the boat. It's their boat. They own the boat. They paid for it. They don't know where, where Thomas hmm. and Jackie are. That's interesting. Okay. So if this is true, there must have been a deposit into the bank of Thomas and Jackie Hawk. However, well, not necessarily was cash and they like took off. So are they just running around with half a million dollars in cash? They don't Who seem are like they the Bonnie kind, and well, Clyde? They don't seem like the kind of people that would do that. Definitely not. Yeah. So there was no deposit into the account. Okay. Other than this, the buyers weren't like the most helpful or willing to give a lot of info. They're like, I don't know. We bought the boat. We don't know where they are. <sighs> That's about it. People are missing. Be helpful. I know. That's rude. So, trying to get more information, the investigators began to stake out the couple and follow them around. Okay. Jackie was followed to a hair salon where she worked. She'd go in, go about her shift, and go home. Um, both the two of them, Jackie and Skylar, were both followed to a church where they volunteered for cleaning inside the church. Oh. Um, they were living normal lives. They were literally giving no reason for foul play, any suspicious behavior, or nothing. Okay. So interesting. I wonder if they knew they were being followed. I don't think they did. No, they were just living their life. Okay. Uh, investigators began to dig a little deeper, you know, trying to find something. There's got to be something. Something's not right. We have two yeah. missing people, no something evidence of a transaction. Definitely not right. Definitely not right. Like, let's get this shit figured out. I hope this is, this is not one of those ones where, oh, we don't know what's happened. Oh, we know what's happened. Okay. Thank God. We know what's happened. <laughs> Because I don't want to deal with that today. So they dug deeper and they found that the couple was living in Jackie's parents' garage, which had been converted into a suite. And that Jackie was actually the breadwinner of the family. And being a hairdresser, it's not like they're making the money Skylar claimed they were. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, for sure. And they're just living and they're just living in her parents' garage? Yes. Interesting. So those real estate purchases or whatever didn't exist. And like I said, he was just a bit part on the Power Rangers show. And they were in debt $87,000. Oh. Not the kind of people who could afford a yacht. Yeah, with cash? Yeah. No, thank you. You're, yeah. That's not happening. No, that is definitely not happening. Yeah. I skipped over a bit of the Power Rangers info there because we already covered it all. Yeah. I just looked at it. I'm like, oh, we already, we already said it. So. But like, that's actually true that he was in the Power Rangers. Yeah. Okay. I don't for know like, why, but I'm just doubting I think it, I think he had, he was in the Power Rangers twice for like a total of like three or four seconds. No lines. Oh my like gosh. Just his face. Like how much would that even make you? Like nothing? He probably made like, I don't know, 200 bucks or something. Yeah. Like I, I have no idea. Huh. And it's not like the Power Rangers was super high budget. Like, it's super cheesy acting, first of all. You you claim you're on the Power Rangers for being acting. It's like, I mean, that's not, like, grade A acting there. I, don't I get me wrong. I love the Power Rangers. I can't Rangers. even remember. I, I can't. I have, like, I mean, I'm sure I watched some shows, but it's been a while. I love the Power Rangers. I love them as a kid. Love them now. Um, they're very entertaining, athletic people. The costume design was great. But it, it was cheesy. Mm -hmm. It was cheesy. It was meant for kids. Yeah. So there are some suspicious things about Mr. Power Rangers and, uh, and Jennifer. So Skyla gets brought in for questioning from investigators and they want to know where they got the cash. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Fair after, question. <laughs> after talking for a little while, Skylar admits something. Okay, what does she admit? Skylar admits <sighs> the money was... Made using drug sales from Mexico. Oh, shit. Yeah. I don't know why, but I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. And okay. Skylar maintained the story that they did the transaction mostly in $100 bills. And from there, Thomas and Jackie asked Skylar if they could use the connections from the drug transactions to help open a bank in Mexico where they could buy a house down there. What? That's confusing and doesn't make sense. Hold on, hold on. Okay. From there, they gave Skylar the power of attorney <laughs> over their finances to <laughs> do so. And Skylar was able to provide a signed document to the police to prove it. That doesn't make any sense. Like, zero hold sense. On. Not only were signatures required for this document, though, fingerprints were required as well. Yeah, but if you were held at freaking gunpoint on a boat, you'd probably do that shit. Maybe. I would. There was even a notary who witnessed the signings of the document and described the same events of the transaction as Skylar and Jennifer. Was the notary the freaking dude that was on the boat? It was not. What? But here's the thing. The notary was asked to describe the events, did so in perfect detail, and was asked to describe Thomas and Jackie. Thomas, she described to a T. Jackie, however, she described Jackie as having long, brown, curly hair. Jackie no longer had long, brown, curly hair. Jackie, since they purchased the boat, she had cut her hair shorter and had it bleached blonde and spiked. But she did used to have long, brown, curly hair. I'm confused. Am I supposed to be getting something that I'm not no, getting? No, you're not getting nothing until it's revealed. Trust me here. Am I going to be shocked? We'll find out. Because right now I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. We okay. are. We're, this might be a long episode because we're going to do this in one. So sorry if this is a long episode, guys, but we are not going to separate this in two. You guys ain't going to wait. You're going to hear it all today. Well, yeah, I want to. I'm not waiting for shit. Um, okay. So none of this, like you said, none of this is making sense. No, I'm like utterly confused. Like these two people just gave power of attorney over their, all their finances to someone they don't even know. Yeah who's involved in drug trafficking and there's documentation and witnesses to prove it. And Jackie looks like she's the Jackie of the past. Yep. According to the notary. Whoa. <laughs> so that's okay. a lot to absorb it's, there. It's a lot. Like I actually feel like, why the fuck do I not have a glass of wine? Yeah. So Skylar is saying that Jackie and Thomas basically went and took off to Mexico to buy a house there. So if okay. they did take off to Mexico, investigators still need to find them. They need well, to confirm yeah. what Skylar claims. They need to make sure that the couple, that the Hawks are okay. Um, so they put out a national video with Thomas's son, Ryan, asking for the public's help to find his parents. Mm -hmm. And they gave a description of the missing SUV as well, along with it. Because, yeah, they were going to Arizona, not Mexico. So, okay, I'm just confused. Well, that's where they were going to move back to see family, yes. Arizona. Yep. Okay. And they're currently in California when they went missing. So okay. literally, like, that that's not even anywhere near Arizona. Like Mexico's Mexico. Arizona's Arizona. Like what Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they put out the public broadcast. They got a hit. 
someone had found the missing SUV. Okay, that's A good. U.S. citizen called in and said that they were in Mexico and they were standing in front of and looking directly at the missing SUV that was just on TV. It was found. Wow. The SUV was parked outside of a residence and the homeowner said that Skylar DeLeon was an old surfing buddy and gave him the vehicle. Then his wife Jennifer stopped by in another vehicle and they drove home. And inside the car, they found Skylar's DNA from a swab on his wife's dial. Jackie? Jennifer. Oh, shoot. Am I getting names mixed up now? Maybe. Am I getting names mixed up now? <laughs> Why did you do this to me? Well, now I'm just like, what? Skylar and. It's Thomas and Jackie are the Hawks. Okay, shit. Okay, okay sorry. I am confused then. <laughs> okay. And yeah, Skylar and Jennifer are the purchasers. Okay, so okay, I'm I'm confused. You need to explain this. Skylar dropped off the SUV. Yes, and gave it to an old surfing buddy in Mexico. Well, why did Skylar have the SUV though? I don't know. Well, oh. I do. Okay. But well, we that's don't why know I'm confused because I was expecting it to be Thomas and Jackie that had the SUV. No. So sorry, I was like, didn't I? I pretty much was making up the story in my head, and it's wrong. <laughs> it's so, wrong. Skylar. And Jennifer were in possession of Thomas and Jackie's SUV. Thomas and Jackie are the ones that are missing. Okay. And did Jennifer say anything about them giving this SUV to someone? No. Okay. Neither so did Skylar. That's already fucked up from yes. what they said. Yeah. There's a lot of fucked up stuff going on. A lot of stuff does not make sense. Well, yeah, because, yeah. Okay. This is, yeah. You have, I have absolutely no idea how this is going to go down. Good. That, that's kind of the point. That is probably the point. Yes. Of this podcast. Um, so clearly something's wrong. It doesn't make sense as your kerfuffle shows. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry, people. I'm <laughs> okay. Maybe everyone else is having trouble keeping up because this is wild. It is wild. Um, but whatever's going wrong, like investigators are just baffled and they're just trying to find evidence they're just trying to figure out what mm -hmm. the fuck is happening well they're doing a good job looking through everything i like that they did and to start with to try and dig deeper what they did was they arrested skylar for money laundering because he oh, already confessed okay. confessed to that drug money well yeah and now they could actually get a warrant to search <gasps> the apartment that the garage the garage apartment oh suite, okay that's good that's good. So inside their apartment suite or whatever in the garage, they found a lot of personal effects belonging to the Hawks, like cameras, laptops, and even identification from their wallets. Ooh. Jackie's identification was an older photo on her driver's license where she still had her long brown curly hair. Okay. But that doesn't make sense of why the notary would be describing it wrong, would does it? Not if the notary wasn't actually there, but she was describing them based off their IDs that she saw. Off the identification. Yep. Interesting. But the notary needed to have been there. In person, probably. Legally, yes. Oh, shit. So now... It's yeah, like, what the hell's... They're, they're fucked. I, I don't even know how to, like, go on talking about this without giving too much stuff they're away They're fucked. Here. They fucked up. Oh, they done did fucked up. Yeah, they're... I don't like them. No. So, even though they still don't have a story, um, this does show involvement. But even still, could it be just Skylar? What about Jennifer? Was she an accomplice in something, whatever, that's happening here? Yes, she is. Well, they do have video surveillance at a bank that shows both Skylar and Jennifer trying to withdraw money from the Hawks bank account. What the frig? With said power of attorney paperwork. Showing that she was just as involved. Well, and she's yeah. got a big shit eating grin on her face the whole time she's in that bank. She 100% is involved. Yep. 100%. Now, thankfully, though, the transaction actually was declined. The bank manager knew the Hawks. Good. And though they had legitimate paperwork, they're like, um, we need to verify this before we can make any sort of transaction. Which is good, but technically that bank manager could have just given it out, eh? Technically, I think, yeah. Yeah. Signatures, fingerprints, everything are there. 
Wow. So they they wanted to validate it first and that stopped them from getting the money. Because 100% I think Jennifer is involved because she went initially mm-hmm. and she dang well knew that they had not half a million dollars for this boat. Oh, yeah. And she's trying to withdraw the yep. half a million dollars from their account. There you go. So again, investigators keep digging into anything they could. And eventually they had someone recommend something. One of the investigators was just at a loss and he was talking to a boating buddy. And he said, he's like, you know, boating. He's like, we're trying to figure out if there was a murder on board this ship, this Mm -hmm. yacht. If there was a murder or something amiss, what's something that I should look for? You know, boating, tell me sort of thing, right? Okay. And the guy said, without even skipping a beat immediately, look for a missing anchor. (gasps) Oh, that's good, actually. So they go back and in all of the photos of the well-deserved... On the front bow of the boat, there are two anchors. There are one for each side of the front of the boat. Eek, okay. They go to the ad in the magazine, all the home videos, footage that they took, there's two anchors. Okay. They go back to the boat, there's one anchor on the nose of the boat. Oh, no. Okay, I'm sure they can lie through that, though. Well, yeah, it doesn't really mean a lot, necessarily. It could have just potentially fallen off. It it's, could. It's all circumstantial evidence. Yeah. There's, there's nothing that really ties all this together. Because, I mean, even the stuff in their apartment, yeah, we bought the boat. It was stuff they left behind. Prove it. Yeah. Prove, it, prove it's not. And why wouldn't they use two anchors, one for each body? That just going to tie the garbage bags to one anchor, I yeah, guess? Yeah, who knows? So they they literally don't have a smoking gun, though. There's no bodies. There's no blood. There's no murder weapons. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. It's just people are missing. You have some of their possessions and... That's it. And they just probably have a gut feeling. Yeah. Oh, and legal documentation that they now have power over their money. Which is wild. So, yeah. Investigators began looking for a confession. It's the only way that they're going to get anything out of this. It's They're at a brick wall, a dead end. Confession is the only way anything's going to happen. Because trying to find the bodies, too, would just be like, in the ocean, would be like a needle and a haystack. Oh, harder than that. Yeah. Worse. Uh, Everyone... That they could, they tried to interrogate, tried to question, and everyone held their story. Skylar, Jennifer, the notary, everyone held the same story. Nope, this is what happened. They purchased it in cash. They have the power of attorney. Don't know where they are. Which is impressive. Mm Mm-hmm. Until one person was brought in for questioning. The attorney. The attorney? Oh, the accountant. <laughs> the accountant. Sorry. Well, yes, there were two men on board. Yeah, yeah. The I'm thing just is, making up shit over you are. here. <laughs> Tim, Hank, Mary Sue. <laughs> oh, I. Damn it. Oh, you got far too excited there, Ben. I did. Push buttons on my tablet. <laughs> Where am I now? The so the the one of the two men that were joining Skyler. Yes. Okay. But the question is, like, who are they? Right. Well, yeah. There's well, there's no evidence pointing. Who and they one are. of them probably isn't even an accountant. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was a lie. So, how they got hold of one of those two men? He was staring him in the face all along. One of those men was a witness on the power of attorney that was signed. That man was Alonzo Machane. Machane. He signed his name on that document. They managed to track him down and they brought him in for questioning. And Alonzo decided he was going to do the right thing. And he told investigators everything. Oh. He spilled the proverbial beans. Wow. That easy, eh? That easy. Well, I mean, there was a little bit more than that um, initially. It Basically, it breaks down to he tried to run to Mexico. He did escape into Mexico. And then investigators like got a hold of them and they were like, you know, like if you talk to us and you confess or whatever, blah, blah, we'll reduce your sentencing. And then anyways, he did come in for questioning. He decided to do the right thing. So it's a little bit more complicated than that, but it's like, well, I just saw something. What? He's the motherfucker that needed the Tums. You think so? Yeah. He probably had an upset stomach ache from all this shit. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you now, they never ended up using any of that stuff that was purchased. And it was actually Jennifer's 
dad who purchased those things. Wow. So I'm pretty sure it's kind of, that was kind of a dead end. Oh, that's not very fun. They learned that, okay, that stuff was purchased by Jennifer's dad. Okay. They have security footage of it at a hardware store or whatever store. But why was that receipt on board? Well, and why did Jennifer's dad purchase those things? Was he murdering someone? Well, they just like, oh, it's just a shopping list. There's that's no, a fucked up shopping list. So that's, list. that's kind of the end of that. There's no more information on that. It's just a shopping list. Yeah. Well, hopefully you never come home with that kind of shopping list because then I feel like I'm fucked. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, clearly I think there was intent there, but I think plans changed. And this is what actually did happen. Okay. This is what the plan was. Okay. The plan was to set out on open water with... Alonzo and another man who was the accountant, and I shit you not, his name is John F. Kennedy. <laughs> John Fitzgerald Kennedy, okay? Okay. He was a big guy, and he was a notorious gang member. Oh, that's so scary. So these two men and Skylar went on board and hit the open water. Um, the plan is going to be that John, or JFK, I'm going to call him JFK, um, is going to fake seasickness when they're on the open water and he's going to head down to one of the lower decks on the boat. Now, once below, he's going to wait for Thomas to follow and check on him. Oh, cause Thomas is a nice guy. Exactly. <sighs> so that's what he did. He's down below and he waited. Shit. Sure enough. Not long after Thomas followed down to check on him and see if he's okay. And right behind him followed Skylar. Eek. Skyler and JFK jumped Thomas and tackled him to the ground and using a taser subdued him. Now that leaves. I don't like that. Alonzo and Jackie oh. left on the upper deck. Jackie heard the commotion down below. Shit. And that commotion was the sign for Alonzo to take control of her cool. using a taser as well. Wow. So now he subdued her and handcuffed her. See, I hate this. And they're freaking in the middle of the, the goddamn ocean. This yep. is why I'm not ever going in the ocean. This, this is this why. Is, this is the reason. Specifically so I don't get tased and handcuffed. Well, yeah. And then you, you're fucked. Yeah. If you ever go in the ocean, you're going to get, you're, you're going to get jumped by JFK. That's your fear. That is a fear and a half. <laughs> JFK specifically. Holy. Okay. So this, okay. So they're both basically like subdued and, and tasered. Yep. And Jackie's handcuffed and she's handcuffed. I'm assuming to something because Alonzo is ordered by Skylar to go to the engine room and get duct tape. And from there, they duct tape both of them. They bind them. They bind their hands and their legs Enough that they can just walk a little bit, but they're they're duct tape oh, up shit. tight, including across their eyes and mouth. I just hate that visual. So once they were bound, they were placed on the bed. And then Skylar went to the GPS on board the boat and put in coordinates for the deepest part uh, of the yeah. nearby ocean of at course. Catalina Island. Of course. Then the hawks were one at a time led to the kitchen. And were forced to sign the power of attorney. They were told if they did, they would get to live. And if they didn't, they would be killed right then and there. Oh, guaranteed you'd get killed either way. Yeah. So both Jackie and Mm. Thomas signed the power of attorney. Yep. I mean, you have to, really. What else would you do? One really cool thing. I'm going to say here, Jackie is our badass of the day for this. Is she? What did she do? While signing the power of attorney... I said everything on it's legit, right? Yeah. The fingerprints, the signatures. She did something. What did she do? Not everything was legit. What did she do? Their last name is Hawks. H-A-W-K-S. Okay. She didn't sign her full name. She signed Jackie Hawk. Signaling something wasn't right. Oh. So investigators, handwriting experts, all that could see that the S was forged. So they believe Jackie was tell, trying to signal someone that this is a whole fucked up situation. Seriously? But then these people added the S after? They did. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. I do. I, I find that actually interesting that they would have noticed that. I do too. And, and added it. Yeah. Like I actually almost like, wow. So. 
Huh. Once they arrived at the destination, well, that was uh, put into the GPS. The deepest sea? Thomas and Jackie were led to the deck of the boat, still bound with duct tape. No. Where Skylar dragged the chain from the anchor across the deck of their beloved well-deserved and began to secure both of them to the chain with rope. Shit. Did he at least kill them first? I don't know what would be better. The entire time, Jackie was begging, saying, please well, yeah. don't kill us. I want to see my grandson one more time. Yeah, because you guys are fucking assholes. And the entire time, Thomas was just trying to calm her down, keep her calm. Oh, no. And Thomas reassured her. And this is a quote from Alonzo. He said that Thomas was telling her this. At least we'll be together. (laughs) Oh, no. Like, ouch. Oh, my freaking heart. It just hurts. So then. (sighs) It hurts. Skylar, without even any ounce of remorse, threw the anchor overboard. The chain quickly dragging across the deck as it sank, and Thomas and Jackie Hawk waited their last moments above water as they heard the frantic clanking of the chain rushing off the deck before it finally grabbed their bounds and slung them off the boat into the cold water. There, 3,600 feet down to the bottom of the ocean, Thomas and Jackie Hawk met their grave, and to this day, their bodies have never been recovered. Oh, no. I was just like, that's some Titanic shit right there. Yeah. That's freaking sad. They didn't kill them first. They didn't kill them first. They just, oh. And um, a little morbid fact about drowning for you. Oh, um, I really, really, really don't know if I want to know. Drowning? can take up to 10 minutes before a person is clinically clinically dead. The average person can hold their breath for about 30 seconds. After the body's reflexes kicks in, it tries to breathe and you inhale water and can remain conscious, inhaling, gasping, choking. Your throat closes off to try and keep water out for up to two minutes before you pass out. Thanks. Thanks for that shit. Welcome. It's not a true crime podcast if I don't put in the facts like that. Brutal. So you're like struggling for a long fucking time. And imagine being like in that situation where you're frantic and like Jackie's bawling. Imagine trying to hold your breath while your anxiety is that high and you are bawling. Oh, you probably have like 10 seconds. I doubt she even could have held her breath at all. Oh, no. Okay, well, what was the point of all this? Like, what the hell? Well, Skylar, Alonzo, and JFK, and Jennifer were all arrested, and they were put on trial. While in jail, Skylar, as it turns out, was a suspect for a previous murder in Mexico and was being investigated for a third murder where a man by the name of John Jarvie died and had his throat cut. While in prison, Skylar actually revealed that a gender reassignment surgery was a high on their priority list. For him? That was the motive. Money for a reassignment. Skylar had a surgery booked for two weeks after the disappearance of the Hawks and would have cost $17,000, but they didn't have the money. Okay, like, what do you mean? I'm confused. Like, he wanted to change his gender so that he could get, like, away with the crimes? No. Skylar... Used to go by he. And I, I, I f- didn't tell you about this because I didn't want to. It would have messed up the story. Add to the confusion. Yes. And it's the motive. I didn't want to tell you that. So Skylar actually doesn't go by he. Skylar is now she. Okay. Skylar is she. So we are going to refer to Skylar as she from here on out. Okay. Um, I, I did know that the whole time through and I tried to do my best to not yeah. say he. But, and I don't want to. I just want to point this out. I'm not going to refer to Skylar as she to respect Skylar. Fuck Skylar. Yeah. I'm going to refer to Skylar as she to respect the people out there who are struggling with yeah, transgender. That's fair. And yeah. to support them. Yeah. So just okay, saying so that. Sh- so she's with Jennifer. Yes. And Jennifer was pregnant, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, so while in prison, Skylar was actually so desperate um, that she tried to cut off her own... Um, Ooh. Manhood. Wow. How does um, that package. feel? Uh, I'm sure it would feel pretty bad, especially when it's with a razor blade. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, 
Oh, God. So this is an angering part, actually. Oh, that's a lot. Because of this, taxpayers have now actually paid for the surgery. Oh. Skyler has now gone through the transition through taxpayers' money while in jail because of this and because of like the mental health issues and their current state. So that kind of fucking pisses me off because there's people who like deserve it or should yep. earn it where Skylar fucking doesn't kind of deserve it. just got it handed. So I'm so, trying to go through this so, pretty quick, but can, we're so, almost there. I know. Can I just say like re- oh, really quickly? So like they just saw these per- these people's ads ad and yep. probably was like they have money. Yeah. And so they just like plan this whole thing out. Yep. So they can get money, so get that, out of debt, maybe have a boat they could live on, get out of a garage, and Skylar could get a, get the surgery. A reassi- wow. Gender reassignment surgery. That is some go. wild motives. Okay. One little tidbit I, I didn't actually say. I actually I wasn't going to, but I'm going to now. Just to show how heartless Skylar was on the way back from throwing Thomas and Jackie overboard. He was throwing their personal effects overboard, anything he didn't want to keep, she didn't want to keep, sorry, um, and decided that it was a great time to fish on the way back. Oh my gosh, it sounds like a monster. Like an actual monster. Yes. That's so disgusting. So November 17th, 2006, Jennifer was found guilty on two accounts of first degree murder and was sentenced to two life terms without the possibility of parole. Good. Fuck yes. Still in jail, I'm hoping. Without the possibility of parole, so I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Oh, without. Oh. Yeah. See, right away, I just assume they're going to be out in like five, ten years. February 19th, 2009, John Fitzgerald Kennedy, a.k.a. JFK, was found guilty on two accounts of first-degree murder and on May 1st, 2009, was sentenced to death. Oh. He got the death penalty. They still have the death penalty down there? I guess so. Interesting. Alonzo McChain, who was the one who told the whole story. okay. And was promised, you know, a reduced sentence. Well, yeah, they probably had some sort of deal. Yep. Um, Was given, said, lesser sentence for his cooperation and and he pleaded guilty to two accounts of voluntary manslaughter, kidnapping, and robbery. On June 15th, 2009, he was sentenced to 20 years and four months. His first eligible for parole is September of 2021. So not very far away. So this could be in the news soon, really. Yeah. On October 20th, 2008, Skylar DeLeon was convicted of three accounts of first degree murder. Because remember, there was that third that he was on trial for. Right. For a minute, I was like, who else died? But yeah, I remember. Um. With special circumstances of financial gain and multiple victims. Sorry, I'm going to read that sentence again because I totally botched that. Okay, I got it. So, Skylar DeLeon was convicted of three accounts of first-degree murder with special circumstances for financial gain and multiple victims. And on November 6, 2008, the jury rendered a verdict. Skylar was found guilty and sentenced to death. Okay, I was like, if that other guy was sentenced, this one has to be too. She does. Wow. Okay, so are they dead? I wonder. Do you know? You know, I didn't look that up. <laughs> Shit. I should look that up right now. Okay, let's do it. I'm going to go on my phone here because it's faster than my tablet. Okay, let's see. Let's give it a quick Google. Because lots of times, even with like, who who just died again? Um, oh, that's something I should have talked about at the beginning. Yeah. Um, Rodney, yeah. right? Rodney Alcala. Yeah. And like, honestly... Should have already had been executed. Yeah. Like long ago. Yeah. So the fact that they just got to just die like natural or whatever causes is like, what the hell? Um, so Skylar DeLeon is still alive and is now at the age of 41. Of course. Why the hell is it not ex- he, she not executed yet? Yeah. I don't know. Like it takes a long time, eh? There must be like so many processes you have to go through or something for that. Yeah, it's a little ridiculous because, like you say, Rodney Alcala was on death row for how many years? Died yeah. natural causes. I mean, he should have been killed. He should have been gone from this world. At least he's gone now. But now there's no like retribution for that family, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And who knows? The same sort of sort of thing could happen to Skylar. She could sit on death row for who knows how many years and die of natural causes. Which is sad because like. Those lovely people had children. Yeah. You know, like so. they left behind like, so, oh gosh, to like go spend time with their grandkid and that's just brutal. It's crazy. These people 
are trash. Skyler, you trash. Total Jennifer, you trash. Alonzo, you're not as much a trash, but you're still trash. Still trash. And JFK, you trash. Trash. All of them, you nasty. You nasty. All right, that I think that's officially our longest episode we've ever done. Yeah, but it was interesting. I mean, like I needed to know. I had to, like we had to go. There was a lot of information. It was a big old spider web and tangled mess. Yep. Of stuff. To yeah, go and I honestly just don't feel that great about it. Yeah, it's um people like this make me sick. Yeah, like that's freaking sad. God, I'm I don't think I'm going to sell my car to in the newspaper. <laughs> that shit's just getting traded in the dealership. If you do sell it in the driveway, you know, to privately or whatever like that, maybe just have a baseball bat at your your side. Something. Yeah. I'll have my wolf husky right beside me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What's she going to do? Pet me. Yeah. Pet me. Love me. All right, guys. Thanks for sticking around for over an hour. Yeah, that was good. And I hope you enjoyed the episode, babe. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Thanks for listening, everyone. And Stay stay wicked. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.